It's Weekend Joe here on ClavesOnline.com, brought to you by Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota, Munganass St. Louis Acura, and we are happy to be joined right now by the 2023 Greg Marisek Award winner for the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, a guy that, uh, well, I'm I mean, I, there are others that could age you more, Steve Porter, but I have known you for uh, over 20 years, I guess, at this point. Uh, Joe, I'm so old. I remember when you played high school baseball. I knew you were a pretty that's, good player. That's why I said 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. Was it 20 or 50? I can't remember. <laughs> 20, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and your sister, Mo, was a great softball player, too. So quite, quite a family there for athletics. I tell I tell people all the time she was a uh, she was a much better softball player than I was a baseball player. I have no problem admitting that um, to uh, to anybody that I talk to when it comes to uh, when it comes to bringing up memories from back in the day. And, and Steve, I, I saw you know a few months ago that it was announced that you were going to be honored with this award by the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, and received uh, that honor from the uh, St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. I wanted to have you on here, congratulate you, and and talk about your career, which uh, you know you're you're still doing stuff. I mean, you worked for the Telegraph in Alton for 40 years, starting all the way back in 1973. And I know you're still out there covering games and everything. So I want to know, take me back to the 70s, Steve. Take me back to the first game that you remember covering. Well, we're going back to the 70s, Joe, but we're going to the 1970s, not the 1870s. I'm not quite that old. So let's start in the 1970s. And I I went through uh, SIU Edwardsville. Uh, graduated in 1973, worked for the school paper there. It's called the Alesto, and ran into great people uh, like Harry Gallatin, first of all, to start, and covered the 72 SIU baseball team that Roy Lee coached, got third in the country in Division II. Then the soccer team that fall, coached by Bob Gelker, won the NCAA D2 title. It's the first uh, national championship in SIU Edwardsville athletic history. And that was, they had a 50th anniversary last year for it. That was so much fun, except the, it was so cold that day. It was, there was ice on the field. The game was at SIUE. SIUE beat Oneonta, New York, one to nothing. It was like the ice bowl in Green Bay, only it was a soccer game. But uh, great times at SIU, met some outstanding people. Uh, was able to get a job at the Collinsville Herald, which was a twice a week paper while I was in school. And once I got out of school, I worked there for over a year, uh, ran into people, met people like Virgil Fletcher, the famed Collinsville coach, legendary East St. Louis coach, Pick Daner, got uh, uh, my baptism with the Southwestern Conference and all the great sports teams and individuals, then joined the Telegraph in December of 73, and uh, 40-year run, I really enjoyed it, Uh, did so many different things. The best thing I enjoyed at the Telegraph, and I I was really blessed to be able to do this, on Friday night I could go out and cover a high school basketball or football game. On Saturday I could go to the U of I and cover a football or basketball game or go to SIU Edwardsville and cover a basketball game. Then on Sunday I could go and cover a St. Louis Cardinal baseball game, a big red football game, or eventually a Rams football game. So within a weekend, 72 hours there, I got to cover high school, college, and professional sports. A lot of people don't get to do that now. And it was a great perspective just to see the different levels of competition, the different athletes, 
and it really made you appreciate uh, all three of them so much more. You, you talk about, you know, there are so many people in your line of work who once they get that job of being able to cover a pro sports team, you know, day in, day out, they stick with that. They go to that and that's that's what they do for the rest of their career. But as you mentioned, you went and you covered the high school ranks and you did the uh, you, you did the high school ranks for the Alton Telegraph for so long. What was it about high school sports that you love so much that you you kept doing it during all those years? Well, you know, uh, sports in general and high school sports in particular, it's not so much about the statistics or the numbers. It's about the people. And there's so many intriguing and interesting people just in our area. And in high school sports, you see those people. You run into them every day. You talk to them. Everybody has a story to tell. And I love to tell stories about the individuals uh, that participated in high school sports because there was something different to tell every day and every time. One day somebody would be a standout, the next day it could be somebody else. And then you'd run into these people in the stores or uh, on the uh, fields or away from the fields or whatever. And you, you just felt like you were part of the community. The high school sports in particular is a, is a strong community, as you know, on, uh, on the east side, especially southwestern Illinois, because everybody asks, like in St. Louis, what high school you went to and did you play sports? And Oh, I remember you played baseball and you played basketball. And uh, it, it was such a it was such a great honor to be able to meet all these people, cover them and try to tell their stories as best I could. I just, I mean, still, even to this day, you, you meet somebody from a high school and I'm sure it happens on the Missouri side all the time, but on the Illinois side, you, you meet somebody and they tell you they're from a certain high school and you go, okay, what year? And they tell you what year, and you could just probably name off, you know, players from that year that you remember and, and have stories to tell about them. Right. Oh, that's true. You know, the, the athletic, uh, uh, the athletic, uh, situation uh, never changes. I mean, you go from you go from start to finish, and that, for example, you know, some of the kids now that are playing, I knew their dads, I covered their dads, I even wrote about some of the grandpas. So that that line from grandpa to father to son uh, is a great one. And uh, sometimes I get it wrong. I cover the son by the dad's name or by the grandpa's name, but that's that's out of love, not out of disrespect. But uh, it's great to see families that go through in particular, and you can trace the heritage of, of what they've done, what they've done all the way through their careers and, and particularly through their high school days, but even in the college and sometimes to pros as well. And then, you know, in some cases, too, I mean, we're, we're talking boys and girls sports in high school, you know, down the road at some point, you're, you know, you, you covered a star athlete on the girls side, a star athlete on the boys side. They have a kid together, they get married, and now you're, you're talking about that and you, you see exactly where those genes come from. Right. And speaking of girls sports, when I started the Telegraph in 73, girls sports were basically starting and we, you know, tried to cover girls sports as much as possible. and. Um, we also expanded our coverage area uh, into McCoupin County and Calhoun County and Greene County. And we would cover events, almost uh, uh, competition, almost all the way to Jacksonville, to Springfield, all of southwestern Illinois. And we had a five-person staff at one time. We would be able to go out and cover the big events and, and the medium-sized events and the small events. But 
I took a lot of pride in particularly with working with, with the great staff we had and being able to cover uh, uh, outstanding athletes throughout the five or six counties that we covered. I want to hear. I want to go over some of the uh, the best that you uh, that you experienced during your uh, during your Hall of Fame career. Give me the best athlete that you ever saw in person at the high school level. Well, I'd have to say Jackie Joyner Kersey. That's, that's a good. That's a good one. I don't. That's that's one. I don't think you're going to have much debate about. Yeah. For me, St. Louis Lane. I mean, Olympian and gold medalist, and and people think you're going to name a male. When you say that, but there's nobody that compares with JJK. I was expecting East St. Louis. I thought maybe you'd go Darius Miles. I was trying to think what baseball player around Miles here. Yeah, good. Kellen Winslow was very good, but it's hard. It's hard to argue with Jackie Joyner Kersey. What was that like watching her at the high school level? I mean, you know, we saw her blow away Olympic athletes. What What was she doing to poor girls from you know Belleville or, or Collinsville back in the day? She She was just so good. Uh, you know, there's nobody compared to her. And then on to UCLA, and then, you know, what a wonderful career she's had. And now what a great ambassador, not only for sports, but uh, for people, not just in East St. Louis, but through the whole metro area. And with J.J. Kaysen over there, she is she has done so much for others that uh, I wouldn't know where to start or finish with. What is the uh, what is the best venue that you uh, that you covered a sports game in? I, I'm going to guess it's probably a basketball a basketball court like, probably I, over anything else, I right? Like going to, I, particularly, I like going to Collinsville for basketball. I'll tell you a story. You know the Virgil Fletcher Jim at Collinsville. Yeah. You've been in there. Yeah. So my first my first game, I'm working at the Collinsville Herald. I come to the game. There's no press area. So I uh, the score tables. There a seat here? No, no, no. This is for workers. Well, behind there, no, that's for season ticket. Over. So I said, well, I got to go upstairs. And, you know, Collinsville, there, there's three of the four sides. They have seating up there. So I thought, I don't want to get a table and sit in front of somebody. So let me go over this side, which is now the press area, where there's no table, no chairs. There was nobody up there. So I'm looking around. Maybe I can get a chair or something and, and sit down here. So I go to one end. There's a band room in there. The band's playing, and they're going out at uh, before the game to play. So I asked the band director, is there a chair in here I could borrow and sit out there? He said, well, I've got this old desk chair, you know, like you'd have in the sixth grade with the round thing. I said, I'll just take that out. So dragged out one chair and sat there. And he said, make sure you put it back in the band room and close it up. I said, okay. So I did that for two or three games and other people started coming in and he said, can we get a chair too? So I went to the band guy. Well, we got this chair. We got that chair. None of them matched. Some of them were tall. Some of them were short. Some of them were wooden. Some of them were folding chairs. We had six or seven people. They're all in different seats. And finally, uh, a couple radio guys came in. We scrounged a table out of there. Of course, we had to put them all back at the end of the night, close the band room up. So about halfway through the season, the Collinsville uh, assistant coach, who was Frank Patol, also worked as the AD. He says, is that going to be the press area up there? I said, well, seems to be a good area. He says, I'll tell you what, by the end of the year, I'll get you matching chairs up there. End of the year, we had matching chairs. The next year, he put plywood all the way across the, the side. The next year, he got better tables in. A few years later, he got nice tables in. Now that's the press area for Collinsville. And you've been up there. That's the, the, the press area to watch Collinsville High basketball. And the AD's office is up there now. So the forlorn 
uh, side of the Collinsville High Gym where nothing was up there. That's where uh, the central part of communications is for Collinsville right now. And it started with one chair we brought out for one game. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, gyms now, you know, you see a lot of gyms that go to that, uh, go to that format. I mean, just seeing the difference in, in what gyms have been built over the years. I, I know I was at Mascuda a few, uh, about a month or so ago and to see that gym and walking into that facility had never been there before until I went there for the, uh, the Alton's girl, girls game back in, uh, back in December and was, was amazed by the way some of these gyms look um, now, just, you know. Schools, not- there's so many new schools with new gyms. Now, a lot of them, to be honest, don't have press areas designated either for writers or for broadcasters, and you sort of got to scramble on your own and be resourceful like I was back in 1972 with getting that chair out of the band room. Thank God the band director was there, or I might have just leaned over the railing or sat in the stands, and there would have never been a press area at Collinsville. What is the best game that you ever witnessed? Well, there's there's a lot. I've, I've seen so many. The triple overtime game, Missouri and Illinois at at, uh, at at the old barn was a great one. Although Mizzou won, uh, I saw Alton beat East St. Louis in triple overtime at East St. Louis in a great game. There, there's so many of East St. Louis Lincoln uh, winning the third straight state championship in 1989 at Champaign, another overtime game there's so many games and so many different sports and so many great athletes uh it's hard to just pick out one so i'm i'm just picking out a couple off the top of my head but the triple overtime game and the mizzou illinois game at the old barn was a great one that that mizzou illinois game used to be what i thought the best ticket in st louis to a sporting event at one time yeah no it, it I mean, up until yeah, the past decade, things have really changed with uh, with that as far as the uh, the desire, the demand for that ticket. And people ask me, you know, what's your favorite event? There's been so many of them, but one that really sticks out is the 2005 NCAA tournament championship in St. Louis. Illinois was in the Final Four, and it was in St. Louis. Illinois got second, of course, to North Carolina. But what that made that so unique was Illinois was in the Final Four. In St. Louis, and I, I, I tell people, I don't think that will ever happen again. Not that Illinois won't be in the Final Four, not that St. Louis will have a Final Four, but Illinois playing in St. Louis in the Final Four, I don't think, I don't, I don't think we'll ever see that again. No, that was, I mean, that was home court advantage, but such a uh, such a good North Carolina team that there was. There was nothing that could have uh, that was going to stop them that night. Steve, uh, once again, uh, congratulations go out to you. Uh, very well deserved honor the uh, the Greg Marisek Award, which second year that it was handed out. Uh, we we were talking about it before we went on the air here. The uh, the first recipient of that being Rick Hummel, who uh, just started writing for us here on Claves Online, and um, you know as as. We talked about before. I work with John Marisek, so uh, the the Greg Marisek Award and knowing everything that Greg has done for sports in this town, um, a, a truly uh, great honor that was uh, bestowed upon you by the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, Steve. Congratulations. Thank you, Joe. I'm honored to receive it, and it's always a pleasure talking with you. And we'll talk about the old days at Alton High sometime when you were left-handed hitter and hit that ball to left field. <laughs> 
And in the alumni game, damn it, throughout all the years of uh, of the kids that are in that alumni game, the word is still out there and they know exactly how to play me when I come up in those at-bats. I mean, generations of kids know that I'm going opposite field with it and they play me that way. I, I hate that the book is still out there. It's still out there. And, and Mo needs to teach you how to bundle because she... In softball, you had to learn how to bunt. Uh-uh, she was I, a good I, I taught her how to bunt. That's I yeah, yeah. I yeah, I taught her That's how to she's bunt. She's so good at it. Yeah, I don't know who taught her how to play defense because that sure as hell wasn't me. But uh <laughs> Steve, I will see you out at the alumni game this uh the Alton okay, High alumni Joe. game this year. And it was a pleasure oh. to talk to you once again. Always a pleasure and great to see you're doing so well, Joe. You got a lot of talent. Just keep up the good work. Thank you very much. That's Steve Porter, the Greg Marisek Award winner here at the the past year this past year's St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame inductions.